All right. Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. kitchen table with good friend and apparently listener Susanna Grange. Hi Did Susanna. Did I ever say Hi. your name right? Susanna. Susanna. Sounds like it's got a Z but it's an S. Susanna. Yeah. Do I say it right? Susanna. No. It's Susanna. 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 I say Susanna because it's her. It's her <laughs> fault. Because I said I Susanna because of her accent. You know what? <laughs> Stop copying people. <laughs> it doesn't really matter though. I always feel fancy. Susanna. Come on, Susanna. Susanna. It's Susanna. I it's like Susanna. Susanna too. Sorry, yeah. I apologize on behalf That's okay. of her. <laughs> you don't have to apologize for me. I'm a big girl. I can apologize for myself. Donna. <laughs> Hi, Donna. <laughs> you sounded like my Brazilian friends. This is not, they don't know what my name is. They had so many problems with my name. They didn't have any problems with you, just your name? No, no problems with me, just my dumb name. Totally. You're a good name. They were like, what is, what? Yes. Anyway. Okay, sorry, we got So happy track. Boxing Day. Yes. Thanks for yes. coming. I know it's a big deal for you. It's we're dumb the, Americans. My favorite day of the year. Why? Because all the Christmas stuff is over. So you stay in your pajamas, which I didn't do because I drove here. Um, <laughs> I and drove here. I'm you in eat my leftovers and play with your Christmas toys. Oh. So the whole family is together, no stress, no cooking, just relaxing and fun. And why is it called <coughs> Boxing Day? It's an old English tradition, so it was the uh, servants would have to work on Christmas Day to serve the families. Uh. So the day after Christmas, all the leftovers were boxed up, ah. and they had the day off, and they got the leftovers. It's the people's <laughs> holiday. <laughs> it's the people's <laughs> holiday. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for coming. We had, uh, did you have a good Christmas? I had a great Christmas. Uh, I had uh, Christmas morning. My kids came and we did breakfast. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And we all made gifts this year. No buying. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, I love that. It was the best. Nor is that <coughs> Swedish, Norwegian? I don't know. We're not talking about that. But I was just. Well, since she's South African, <laughs> I don't think she needs to speak for Northern <coughs> Anybody who's not from America, I'm like, <laughs> obviously know everything You're not else American. About, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know everything else about the world, and I just don't. So I was just watching something that that's what they do for birthdays as well. You can't buy things. You have to have everything handmade, and I think that's so authentic and awesome. Yeah. It, well, I have two very creative people in the family. My Well, actually, all of them are creative, but my daughter's an artist, and my son's girlfriend is an artist, so you mm. know you're going to get good yeah. gifts from them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. What'd you get? Uh, uh, so my daughter's boyfriend made the most amazing cat scratching tree for my cats, who immediately went to it. Oh. Um, my daughter made me a beautiful wall hanging made out of uh, pom-poms, which I'm obsessed with after <laughs> going to Morocco. <laughs> pom-poms. <laughs> like cheerleader pom-poms? Yeah, no, like no. wool pom-poms. Oh, you know, like what's on a hat? <laughs> like young, like, hey, young yeah. pom-poms. Do you do that in your yoga studio? I want to do <laughs> that. cheerleading. I want to <laughs> wear that outfit. Yeah, how do you think we get people through a class? Yeah. <laughs> you can do yeah. it. <laughs> Give me a why. <laughs> no, no, it was great. And my son made me, it was a uh, kind of like a serving tray, I guess you would use it to serve something on. But it's made out of a piece of wood, it's like the knot, you know, those big knots that you see on a tree? Yeah. Yes. So he cut that and then set it in, I don't know, what's that, like fiberglass stuff, not. Uh, resin resin yeah yeah so it's it's really beautiful that's really cool you know for the solstice um kathy and i went up to the catskills oh, and yeah, we, we hung out with that. susan of the north the rune reader who's been yeah. on our podcast and 
she's someone who stepped into our path of our life like so randomly and she's had such a great spiritual impact on me in particular with uh, my spiritual work that I've been doing recently. And before we even like settled into her house before, you know, we went there to eat and hang out and uh, we did do a ritual work, which was awesome. But before that, she, we walked around her property where <laughs> she introduced us to her native, her nature spirits and it's funny when you, I forget when you're in the presence of someone who practices so intently yes, very every deep. day on a deep, deep level that you forget their, when they're comfortable, when they know that you know their language, how she's like, I want to introduce you to the Creek lady. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. And we're like, all right, let's, all right, meet, let's meet her. Let me and get then my you're coat. Like, <laughs> you have to get in that mode of like, right, we're with somebody who's like the real deal. And so we're following her down in her backyard, oh and God, you can amazing. hear a roaring creek. It was amazing. And as we approached the creek, it was—it really was like what like being next mm-hmm. to her, and she was describing, and I forget the creek lady's name, but, and then she did the shamanic, uh, calling. like she, she calling, and and the wind picked up, and it was really intense. And then she turned around and said, "Let me introduce you to Nobby." <laughs> and so I'm thinking it's. A, I thought it was a god. I thought it was like a name, you know, because she works with the Norns, right. you know, the Norse gods and goddesses, right. and so she's always mentioning names of things and people and gods and goddesses that I, I can't reference. I always try to think like, all right, remember to look that up later. It's homework. It's every time I'm with her, it's homework. And she's like Nobby, and she said, my husband calls him Bumpy, and she met knobs on the tree. On tree. <laughs> and so when we approached the tree, the knobs on this tree. Oh my tree, god, it was incredible! I've never seen a tree like this, and it was so intricate. The all the blemishes, blemishes, uh, I- enhancements. I can't even describe it. I put it on our Instagram, and it was. It really like tree hugging like became yeah a real vibrant moment. I really for felt us. the tree. I didn't go near the river for some reason. I was stopped. I think it was for Donna yeah. and her to kind of bond. Yeah. Or I would have pushed you in. <laughs> Probably <laughs> in the freezing cold. So I didn't want to chance that because I've learned from the past. There we go. Learn from experience. We were just talking about that. And so I stayed back to kind of watch and I could see the vibration or energy change. It was really incredible. It was, yeah. But the tree, I felt really drawn to. I yeah. was holding the tree and I could feel it talking to me. I could feel her memories near the tree. And that wow. was a cool experience. Mm-hmm. I said to, I was mentioning th- private things, so I won't say that on, on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I mentioned things that she works with the tree and what she was doing very clearly. And she was like, yes. I said, well, this is the, this is a memory tray that holds your thoughts and work. And that's why I think she, I think she brings the best out of us to get back into our nature Mm -hmm. selves and how it's important to get into nature and connect with it. I I remember when we talked even with Larry who does we, you know, Larry, The the health coach, where he said, take your mm-hmm. take your shoes and socks off and go in, in the grass. I wouldn't tend to do that. <laughs> but I do now, yeah. not in the cold, but I think about that to be more mindful. Trees I've always had a relationship with, but being, you know, going more outside and saying, getting into nature is mm-hmm. really important, and not only for your health, in the spiritual health too. And being there was just, it was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, I had a thought there and I lost it. That's okay. So I guess it isn't that important at the moment. But um, yeah, tree. Yeah, you got so your gift. That's where I was like, how did we get there? But it was the tree. <laughs> the tree connection. Yes. I really had a thought. I Donna, lost who it. are you, me? It's I like, know. I'm not in the driver's seat. You know what? I picked up your cold. Don't blame me. It was your, your cold. First of all, it's not a cold. It's a wind invasion. A <laughs> oh, wind you know invasion. what? I wanted to tell you that. Okay. First of all, Sorry, she's pointing Susanna. fingers. Now there's domestic. No, no, no. <laughs> I had I had a thought like years ago. You know, I have Bell's palsy. Yes. And for I don't know if you know that about me. Do you no, know that about I me? I didn't know. She yeah. looks good, right? You can't tell yeah. I have it now. Watch. I'm going to pucker. Right. Yeah. Uh, th- so I feel like I have to do some kind. <laughs> she puckered and I one puck- side was one down. Side, one, one side, side was. D- I'm not symmetrical. No. So um, that's why. Uh, 
I have to. I have to drink out of a straw, especially in the winter, because I will dribble. <laughs> and the people I, <laughs> I work hate to with, laugh at you. it's I'm hilarious. So sorry. <laughs> I try to like I dress up for work. I have to dress up for work. I'll be like all dressed up. I just need a little seltzer. If I don't have a straw, it's likely in the cold. <laughs> I will dribble. It's very unsexy, but nevertheless, when um when it uh it first happened to me in two thousand or uh, yeah in two thousand and uh I don't now I forgot. But it happens every 10 years. Last year, okay. 1998 was my first time. And we went down to the city right before, um, the day before Thanksgiving to watch the balloons get uh, blown up. And, you know, the trains were not really working uh, on schedule mm-hmm. that late before the holiday. We were down in the subway. And I rem- it was so frigid cold. It was one of those, like, brutally frigid frigid much like this thanksgiving brutally frigid cold and the next day came back home uh i felt like i had a toothache and i felt Mm. like i had a pain in the back of my neck and my face collapsed and it collapsed for months and at the time there western medicine has no idea why one in 64 people get it and so a lot of people say they get it from a cold shock. Um, yeah, Pierce it's like Brosnan, a trauma. It's like a trauma Pier- based. Pierce Brosnan, who was filming uh, one of the James Bond films, he like was doing a stunt and he uh, ended up in very cold water real fast and he got Bell's palsy and it shut down production for a month. And uh, other people have said they have fallen as- asleep in front of an air conditioner. Yeah. And that has oh. happened to them. And so, and when you have it, it's um, so public. It, I think, and you know, above it all, it's a lesson in vanity for me. But um, it happened again ten years later, and it happened um, when Kathy. It was uh, around this time. Yeah. It actually could be like this day. Right. It was like the day after Christmas. It was between Christmas and New Year's. Donovan was a baby uh, when we were discovering his. Uh, High maintenance specialness. I think stress causes yeah. so much. So and much. her car broke down on the on the Rhinecliff Bridge, the Kingston Rhinecliff Bridge, and I was just out gassing up my car when she called, and I just panicked and went there to get the kids, and I wasn't dressed appropriately for the cold, and the next day my face collapsed again, hmm. and it, for years I you know there's. You can take steroids to help you. Steroids did not help me. And the only thing that helped me was acupuncture. Yes. And the acupuncturist uh, told me that the Chinese consider wind on yep. your neck yep. as bad as bacteria. Yep. And that's what it what it is. And I've had this cold. Um, I'm so glad you're here to talk, Susanna. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is, <laughs> we're talking about our wind invasions, but maybe you can, you know. Yeah. But... Uh, I have been sick, uh, not sick, I have had this stuffy head thing that resembles a cold uh, since we started cleansing for solstice. And so doing research on it, because I'm like, why isn't mm. this not shaking? Why can't I shake this cold? I'm, I'm not somebody who gets sick often. And I said, this is crazy. And it's going to my throat. It's going to this. And I'm like, my thyroid's good. I'm speaking my truth. I went through my list. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And when I looked up cold, a cold in Chinese medicine, it really means a, means a wind invasion. And it's susceptible to people who meditate often. And wow. I've been doing more heavy meditation uh, this last month because of solstice. And because I'm trying to, to cleanse old patterns and trying to literally change my thinking in every capacity of physical uh emotional mental intellectual and i guess it's just catching up i think it's cleansing out so now that i've embraced it i'm feeling better well that's good yeah as soon as you said it out loud i think it's this suddenly you were like blowing your nose last night it was all coming at like yeah it was like (laughs) (laughs) it's very attractive (laughs) it was very attractive yeah yeah so i think that um the 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 mind uh and 
our illnesses, uh, again, I feel like sometimes you just are sick. Sometimes you do. Mm. Yeah, sometimes cancer is just fucking cancer. Cancer is cancer, unfortunately. And, but I really feel a lot of it's psychosomatic, like a psychosomatic way mm. of thinking and how you want your body to be. And that's the one thing that I've always, like with trauma, what Donna was saying about, tr- about her Bell's palsy, it happens after some kind of traumatic uh-huh. event. And when you're mm. vulnerable, the invasion can come in. It's just like if you are not protecting yourself in, in a way, spiritually, you can get invaded with negativity very easily. If you don't wear a, col- a coat in the middle of winter and it's 30 below, you might get sick. You know, and so I yeah. think the connection is really important. You know, um, you are my yoga teacher, and I feel so Can lucky and grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful because you've brought so much uh, health awareness to me on a regular basis. But I liked something that you said last week that you are practicing or you just started to, like, prevent, like, prevent. Uh, now I can't Why don't you ask her what she's doing? No, no, no. Um, prevent <coughs> the sickness that's going to come or prevent. Yeah. What, what, talk about that for, because I think it's relevant to this, Kath. Well, that's, that's one of my, so in the um, classic yoga philosophy, we have the yoga sutras that were written by Patanjali long, long time ago. And the sutras are really a way of living your life the yoga way. And uh, it's aphorisms, 196 aphorisms. And my favorite is in chapter two, number 16. And this is my favorite now because I just turned 58. So I'm oh getting my older. Gosh. And you look, <laughs> you look so... Uh, so I'm thinking so about, you know, all those kind of things. Um, just how we change as we get older. But it's basically what he's saying is that this practice of yoga is preventing the pains that are yet to come or what he calls dukkha, which I love that word, dukkha. 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 And we're saying it right. <laughs> which is like suffering. Yeah. Okay. So that's like Sanskrit for suffering or pain. Yeah. Mm. So really what we're doing by practicing yoga is preventing all these things that could happen to us down the road, right, if we're not taking care of our health. That is so. like an amen times <laughs> 10,000 <laughs> times truth uh, to the cubic yeah everything do you come yeah. to spirituality through uh your body work in yoga or is it the reverse what comes first um i think it goes back i think it's it's definitely both bef- you know spirituality comes first and then the then the physical practice but sometimes the physical practice can brings you to that place right mm-hmm. of spirituality so um, that's another thing that's said in the Yoga Sutras, that we have to work the physical body first, right? That's our outermost layer. Yeah. And then we s- it slowly starts That's to why I got kicked in. out. <laughs> 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 I, they were like, no. You'll never get kicked out from Hatsumi <laughs> Yoga. I do remember what Kathy said. I'm talking to Yogananda. I was like, no, you're not. Yogananda, yeah. Yogananda. Yeah, it's so funny. My spirit guide, the first I'm one that came, yeah, yeah, that came to me, uh, which I don't know. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And we're talking like uh, 2005, okay? Yeah. So I had no idea who he was. And I'm in meditation with a mentor. And she's like, and this this woman is just amazing. And she could channel, she can she can channel, I don't know, but she's crazy, right? And she's like, okay, Kathy, we're going <laughs> to, it's now time for you to introduce your spirit guide. So I know I have Gabriel, who's my friend, but yeah. he's like, not me. It's not me. And I'm like going, Yogananda. <laughs> she's like, what? I go, yo, like I'm reading it, Yogananda. <laughs> she's like, Yogananda. And she mentioned Paramsahana Yogananda. And I was like, yeah, he's got long hair. He looks like a girl. I'm like, I was really like not like in tune yeah. with it. She's, yeah, he's kind of feminine looking and he's wearing this robe and he's got this thing on him. And he's like, he's like kind of waving like I'm the one for you. And she was like, well, then that's who it is. Good luck. And I was <laughs> like, OK. So I put that aside. This is a great story. So I put that aside and I wrote down his name. I didn't know anything about him. And I went to the city because um my car anyway something happened with my car it's not important i just ended up in the city i had to take a cab i was with my best friend at the time guy and we we get in the cab 
and his biography was in the back seat of the car. Oh my goodness. And I <laughs> went, Oh my God, this is what he looks like. This is the guy. And he's and guy is not. Yeah. He's like, you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. Just stay over there, you know? And I was crying and I'm like, okay, I'm listening. I promise I'm listening. And I had to do these recordings with him and I, ch- I was able to channel him. And I was like, why? And my question is, with uh, first of all, I'm 300 pounds, not interested in yoga. It's not like I really want to be somebody who's like, into physical yoga that this would be Mm -hmm. a passion you would think Mm -hmm. and i said why are you choosing me you know he's like no you chose me (laughs) i said no you chose me (laughs) and it's like you would think i was crazy and he taught me he said you have to do 30 minutes of writing 30 minutes of healthy reading and 30 minutes of exercise He's like, and he taught me how to um, balance. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah. It's about your mental. I, and, and the fact that I could know this without reading his books, I did not read the book. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not reading your book because it's really dry and I can't read. So yeah. that's not I happening. Can't read. <laughs> I can't read. I just can't. It's just frustrating. And Fuzzy Bear can't <laughs> hold a book because his little, <laughs> my, his my little mitt, mitt his his slides, out. slides right out. <laughs> and my... <laughs> I don't want to lay down and my press hat goes down. So, <laughs> so, so I'm like this experience you can't make up. And so I would, jo- I have a log book of the conversations I've channeled with him. And from there wow. I learned deep, not only deep meditation, but respect of my, of my body. Mm-hmm. And it, and it really taught me it's not about the flex, the physical for me mm. personally, I think it's important to do yoga and all that stuff, but I wasn't there yet. And because I had to heal my mental because I was in a mental, not Mm. in a, I was a very unstable mentally from the trauma I had. And so I just think that there has to be at some point, I'm I'm thinking in my life that um, because our life doesn't end when we die, that I will be able to have that physical, um, I'm going to cry and I don't know why, that physical, he's like, (laughs) (laughs) Fozzie Bear, you weirdo. Oh, no, because he's, he's here. Yeah. So he's very proud of me. But that one day I could have that such, I have such clear understanding about the emotional and energy and mental that I can't get the physical straightened out. And it's because I hold on to so, not only my pain, but mm. everybody else's pain. And it's like one day there's going to be like this clarity of just just like a release. That's what I'm doing. Just release everybody's yeah. stuff because that's what you have to be mindful of is that when you're a spiritual person, you're open no matter how Zen you are, no matter how focused, no matter how driven, no matter what your intention if you're not in your truth about everything you are, you can't yeah. help anybody and you can't help yourself. So I have to, I, when I met meeting you and seeing what you're doing and having that mind, body, spirit, soul connection is very inspiring. And Yogananda does that for me. So do you feel like you keep your physical body closed? Oh, yeah. yeah. I am so closed. Yeah. It's because I have, I don't have, I think I have fear of, I have fear of um, release. I think you fear release. I do. I think I fear I have release because then I don't own it anymore. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think and then I have no control. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's the, it's not the fear of uh, I don't have a fear of getting hurt anymore. Yeah. But I had there is something that needs to just click, and I'm waiting for that click because I know when I am, he's waiting for me. He's gonna help me. So he's like on standby. Yeah, I f- maybe the um, when we do our workshop together, which yes. I'm so excited I'm so about. So excited! But maybe some of those restorative poses, maybe you should do them too. I will do them. Yeah, I you know as a as a teacher, I'm also a student. You know, yeah. there's no there's no there's no um, there's no master here. Mm-hmm. It's all about the the progress and the trusting the process. I think yeah. so too. I think I you know when I'm looking at you, I really feel like. Um, I was visualizing myself coming to the class classes yeah. with you and saying, you know, maybe, I mean, I, I can teach you something, but maybe you can teach me more, you know, maybe there's something more that I need to learn in my physical to just, I just need to connect the spiritual and the physical. Mm-hmm. And if I do that, 
Watch out. Yeah. Watch, Watch out, out you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be unstoppable. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think that's what it is. Well, is what, from what I know about Yogananda, and it's, I haven't read his book either. My dad gave it. Somebody gave it to my dad, and my dad gave it to me so a long, long time so ago. So he even and said I was so like, dry. Yeah, so I dry. can't read this. They're not alone. Thank you, Susanna. Thank you. <laughs> but I think he... He was on the path of the spiritual practice far more than the physical oh, practice. Who, your yeah. father or no, Yogananda? Yogananda. Yeah. And, well, the thing is, I belong to an order of Mekhajadek. And that is a very, very old order where he is a symbol of that you are 90% spiritual, 10% mm-hmm. phys- uh, physical. Mm-hmm. That's how I live my life. I live in the mm-hmm. 90%. And I know Don is going to say it's just an excuse, but that's why I'm loopy. It's not only because of things that happened to it's me. It's just an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but because I sometimes are so, I have to be careful that I'm not so in my 90%. I, I'm not realistic in the earth realm mm. that, um, you ha- that you have to balance that. But it's about really, once you learn that you are 90% spiritual, then your, your own mastery then happens. And then once you learn those things, then he combusts, right? So that's mm. that's my my mission. I don't know if I have a mission, but is that when I work with people that I show them their 90%. Because if you live in your 10%, the 10% yeah. is so meaningless. It I think that's I think that's so difficult for so many people though to to realize that or even if they do realize it to really accept it yeah. you know and and that this is just a physical body a shell and it's, that's all it is it doesn't mean that much <laughs> and i think that you're driven you know and to learn that you're driven by your spirit mm. you know it's just the vehicle yeah. to, for the spirit needs to go to grow and learn mm. and that's when we don't trust our instincts that's what instincts are is your spirit telling you which direction to go in and I think that's yeah. so important. That's why we all have to help each other let go of that fear. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, like I said, I have fear. I say, I have fear. I have mm-hmm. fear that, you know, whatever it is, because that's realistic, mm-hmm. that I feel my emotions because um, I want to validate how I feel. But the reality is that there's so much more I have to do. And if I hold, keep this fear inside, I'm stuck. And I can't be stuck. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to come back again. <laughs> I'm done. You know, it's like, okay, I want I have other things to do. And so I think that this is a great, that's what he taught me. And I think that in his mission of teaching people meditation and the spiritual way is why so many people followed him, but why it, it was, he was, he was too progressive for his time and he got a bad rap, you know, after trying and, um, but I still know that he, he definitely is somebody who is, is not only ascended master, but something that I, I mean, I attained to even have anything he has, you know, he's just really fantastic. Yeah. Some people say, what's your ascended master? And I'm like, uh, Merlin, (laughs) cause I like to dress up like Merlin. No, no, it's nothing fancy like that. It's, it's somebody you don't expect. And I think I'd like to teach people how to connect with their ascended masters as well. All right. Yeah. That was really heavy for somebody to want to talk a lot what? today. I don't know what she does We're that gonna today. We're going to take a break. It's all on you. It's all on you doing don't it. Don't play it. Don't I'm play blue girl. girl. Well, I love listening to you, so it's great. <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to reset. We're going to talk how uh, Susanna started her own yoga journey. Awesome. Awesome. back yes well, i have to do oh so that she can see the thing go up <laughs> sophie's not here so we're trying to do this by ourselves it's ridiculous i don't you know where's your yogi now kath he's he's meditating 
thought you were killing fruit flies. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sophie taught me so when she looks to read it, like it has an accentuating yeah. point. Don't do it now. I'm not doing it again. Okay. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I gotta blow my nose. That's gonna go up. All right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. So let's go back to. Go back to the beginning. Um, so when did you start? Well, first of all, you're from South Africa. And here yeah. you are in upstate New York. I know. That's oh, far what away. What are you doing? <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> far. We're coming it back with you. <laughs> so, I love it upstate here, though. Yeah. It is magic. This is a yeah. magical vortex. So how did you get here? What's your journey? Wow. Um, my, so my parents left South Africa before I did. My father um, was actually a naturalized American citizen before he was married to mm-hmm. my mother. He came over here. He brought animals over from Kenya and became a citizen. Uh-huh. And then went back, didn't you know, think anything of it. Um, you know when you say he brought animals over from Kenya, I like picture him <laughs> with leashes. Like <laughs> I picture him in the Babe, airport. You got the elephants. Oh, yeah. Babe. <laughs> well, they were. They didn't have leashes, but they, they were brought to a zoo. Right. So oh. yeah. <laughs> Did you but forget? I don't think the, they had don't leashes. forget the hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> you know my I favorite hyenas. <laughs> We're gonna take a little bunny trail. I've <laughs> I put this on on social media. One of my favorite moments with Dad before he died, we um we went out to dinner and we had just booked Santana at the Bardavon mm-hmm. for the gala. And that was at the time it was the biggest booking we had ever had and I was in charge of basically tickets for the VIPs and sponsors because it's our fundraiser Mm -hmm. and the day that you know the day it was announced like I I was the most popular person (laughs) I think in the Hudson Valley (laughs) I my head was going to explode because of who I was trying to make happy it's you know and we're a small theater yeah so the demand was really great so dad is we tried to have dinner once a week when we knew he was dying and so we would have uh, he did that with Kathy. He did it, whatever. Mm. So we're out to dinner, and Dad says, so work was stressful today. And I was like, Dad, it was so stressful. I can't even tell you. It's like the most stressful. And Dad said, you know, it reminds me of my stressful day. In the 60s, he worked cargo uh, at Kennedy Airport. He worked the, oh, wow. yeah. yeah. And he said that one day um, there was a big, huge crate that said alligators. <laughs> And the crate was empty. <laughs> and he said, and I was like, so basically you're telling me I don't have alligators running around my workspace. So shut up. And he was like, no, that wasn't my intention. But I guess but if you, you want to do, have I kind of <laughs> so dad, dad's most stressful day at work was loose alligators oh God, that he funny. had to corral an answer to. So every time I have, I think, a really stressful yeah. day at the theater, I Did think, he find well, he, he said <laughs> they fat, they couldn't find two of them. But for years, every time someone found an alligator in the sewer system, he they swore it was, it was from that. there. And he said it also happened with snakes a lot. Oh, my like God. Like people would bring snakes over from. <laughs> Jesus. And, uh, you know, it was the 60s. I. Whatever. It's it's I'm very sure funny. No yeah, but you're not allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> it is the bar for me about what, what a stressful day at work is. It's like yeah. if you don't have loose alligators in your workspace, you can shut up. Don't be a pussy. Well, during the nutcracker you do. Do I feel like that? I wish I had there loose, loose alligators. alligators. <laughs> I wish. Is that what you're calling them? That would at least entertain me. So anyway, so your dad brought over alligators that my dad lost. <laughs> I think that's what that's happened. Connection. I think that's yeah, our connection. connection. I think it's karma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so go ahead. Tell, tell us more of your story. So he became. So he had uh, American citizenship, and then I have uh, a younger brother who, at that stage, South Africa was kind of politically going downhill. Mm. Was there was sure. still apartheid, right? Um, but any boys finishing school had to go into the army for two years or one year. It changed from one year to two mm. years and back to one year, I think. And not believing in the politics of the country, my dad didn't want that for my brother. So they immigrated to the States. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't. I stayed behind. I didn't want to go. 
uh, I was 21 when they left. Sure. So, mm. and then I got married and then I had a baby. And just thinking of raising him in the country that was at that time, like, really challenging to live in because mm. you were watching your back all the time. Mm. You know, you had burglar bars on your windows and um, people were getting mugged and carjacked and you know all the time there was bombings a lot of bombings so we decided to immigrate to and what raise year a was child that? uh gordon was two so that was um he was born in 87 and oh. yeah. Mm. yeah yeah so right before so yeah yeah it was before before, before mandela yeah before mandela president. yeah yeah so that's uh so my parents were in New Jersey, so we went to New Jersey and my husband, our ex husband at the time, um just sent out his resume and got a job in the Hudson Valley. And huh. that's kinda how we That's got lucky. There. Hudson Valley is so yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um I'm glad you're okay. You know, like I hear about that and we you know, we're in such yeah. a climate now and it's still not um I don't know, comparable to what other people yeah. go through in different countries and living through that. So I don't know. I just yeah. have a heart thing for that. And I'm glad you're here and safe. And so how did yeah. you get into yoga? How did that journey start? So I started, I think I was about 45, 46. I started going to a local gym in LaGrange. And part of the gym, there was yoga classes. And I was like, I have no idea what that is, but I've heard about it. <laughs> so I walked into a yoga class. That's amazing that I, I can't stress enough. This is one of the themes in my life is I never feel like it's too late to do anything. Never. never. You know, yeah. um, uh, who's that? Uh, Mary Higgins Clark. My dad loved her. She didn't write her first novel till she was in her 40s, I believe. Wow. And that people in their 40s can define like absolutely. it's not we're just getting started absolutely <laughs> have you seen us we're just yeah. getting started the party I just got my aarp card in the mail <laughs> no joke well, well we're not joking story. um i know i used to when i first started practicing i used to always you know say that i wish i'd found this earlier in my life now i don't because i Correct. think it was the right time the right place yeah know, yeah everything. meeting yogananda yeah. who the, who were you yeah and the late you know and figuring yeah. it out i always feel I like definitely. my writing career is getting ready to start yeah and i think so i remember too. i get so excited <laughs> i remember years ago seeing fran Lebowitz, who was like somebody wanted to talk to her about uh prodigious uh you know writers in their 20s and she was like who wants to read an arrogant 20 year old like who wants to yeah. hear from that person? That affected me so much. So I was like, relax, Don. Because we've talked about go way back to one of our first episodes about expectations mm -hmm. is that as a young person, I showed promise in a lot of different fields. And so a lot of people had a lot of expectations on me that I should have done this or that. Mm -hmm. And I just never did. I kind of, you know, I just kind of took my life you know, in the path that, I don't know, not was convenient. I never took the easy way, but just life took me on a journey. Yeah. And it nothing, no accomplishment, so to speak, has defined me. And I don't think that it ever will. And I'm really okay with that. Yeah. And I think that people get wound up in expectations of others. And by the time we're, you know, women in our fo late 40s, especially, like, they want to know, what have you done? Mm. You know, and to hear that, you know, you have, you discovered, you know, this life's work for you. Yeah. Is great. It's inspiring. It's a calling, but I think that's yeah. a, about a calling. I think that we're called and we're, think, we can't yeah. get called until we're ready. So you're in classes at the mall or the gym. No, it was at the, the gym. gym. Yeah, at the gym. Um yeah, the very first class I went to, it was, I felt like I had done it before. Yeah. Yeah. I just said calling. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. interrupted me, and I was going, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. it no, didn't right. feel like, you know, what I imagine most people feel like in a in the first yoga class. I, I just felt like it felt natural, and I just yeah. felt like I had done it before, and I very quickly, you know, kind of fell into it and, and was really drawn by it. 
So, and it, I, my kids, so we lived in Millbrook. I don't know if you, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. familiar with Millbrook mm-hmm. or what, what it's like. Um, and my kids grew up there, went to school all the way, you know, mm. from kindergarten through high school. And I never felt like I belonged there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just didn't f- ever feel like I fit in. Yeah. So we can't relate to that at <laughs> all. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here, I, I don't know. Here, yeah. I feel like you fit in more on the, on oh. the side of the river. Yeah, we'll we do with that. We'll t- keep talking. You'll well, see. I used to drive across the river to be in the woods and go yeah. hiking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And to f- feel like myself. But when I started practicing yoga, I felt like I found myself. Yeah. You know, and that I didn't have to necessarily you know, drive 20 miles and go into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. It's it inside you. It's, it's inside you. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That's love great. That. Yeah. yeah. Space is internal. Yeah. I Although I still do time. need to get into the woods. Yeah, we all yeah. do. But we talk about that. Like I always say, you don't like one thing that I, I like to express is that you don't need to, when I'm working, they get intimidated by the vocabulary or what it's supposed mm-hmm. to look like. And I always say, I don't know the vocabulary. I just, just trust me that what I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to tell you is how it's going to happen. And then yeah. the relief that they have is because they don't feel like they fit into a yoga class or they don't feel, feel like mm-hmm. they fit into a meditation class or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I said, don't be intimidated yeah. by breathing. We don't yeah. have to know the name of it. You just breathe <laughs> and you can mm-hmm. figure it out later. Yeah. And I said, there's a relief of knowing that you don't need yoga pants to do yoga. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I, it really saddens me when people say, oh, I tried yoga and something happened or didn't happen or, you know, and they stopped because you can't just try it once unless you, I was really lucky, you know, and, yeah. and plus it was they were great teachers. But there is a teacher and a class for everyone. And you might not walk into it the first time you go to yoga. Really? Because I've never experienced that. I'm sarcastic. <laughs> 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 I felt so clumsy. I went my first yoga class. I went in. I'm not going to name names. You know who it is. I went in, and first of all, I was like, I'm, I'm a big girl, but I was even bigger. And it was like the just the courage I had to be in front of other yeah. people was something I was dealing with. And now I don't really care anymore. Yeah. But that was my young self. And when I got into the class, she was so physical with me, and I had phys- she literally like sat on me and cracked my and I, I just. I was yeah, and you have PTSD about no being you held down. Yeah, yeah, and I just felt so, and I wasn't yeah. intimate with her. It's not like if Donna or you, yeah. I know you, yeah. and I, you were like, yeah. I'm going to touch you, and this is what we're doing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in. It was just, I didn't expect it, and she sat on me, and she lined me, and it hurt, and I felt like I, I don't want to be hurt, and I don't want to do anything mm. that hurts me because I've mm. been hurt enough. Mm. And I think that's where, I'm not saying that was the whole reason. I wasn't mm. strong enough to kind of process yeah. that or didn't have the tools to process what was happening it just turned me off and I just said I don't really want to do that yeah you see that that makes yeah. me really sad that someone you yeah. know by one experience someone's yeah. yeah turned off because there are so many great teachers yeah there's, there, there's there so are, many yeah, teachers that are right for you yeah, yeah. and I believe right that now I was young yeah. now yeah. I believe that yeah I, I feel like I'm more open to it and I but I, I have to just trust the process and it yeah. hasn't reached its way but i think it is i think there's no accidents that we are aligned that um i would try in a heartbeat i have no problem about my butt being in the air (laughs) i don't care if i pass away you you know you come to terms the fact that you're gonna fart out of your vagina (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole fun part that's the whole fun part and um (laughs) but that's also we were just talking about this too is uh that's for psychics as well like people who yes. are psychic, we were, yes. Donna, we were just talking I, about yes. this, that yeah. I have been, and I still can't come up with the word, um, purposely, <laughs> intently <laughs> doing research to find people to yeah. refer, to, to, refer yeah. to, because I know what my role is now, and mm-hmm. I definitely am not going to pretend to do something I don't want to do, you know, just mm-hmm. for money. That's not the way it works yeah. for me. Yeah. So I've been calling people. I've been, uh, I did a couple of sessions with mediums. And they, bless their heart, they they were not that great. Mm-hmm. You know, they were good. And I, mm-hmm. and I, but I was, I mm-hmm. ended up counseling them yeah. in the session that I paid for. I said, okay, this isn't it. And then I have had clients who are 
who don't know me but have been listening to the podcast yeah who had very poor experiences with psychics mm. that scared them mm-hmm. that were telling them about their death or telling them that something bad was going to happen and that's not a responsible if you're re- if you're a psychic yeah. out there and i'm talking to you as a camaraderie as peer um do telling somebody their death or their birth is not or a birth is not responsible Mm-mm. because they're going to live thinking they're going to die, mm. you know, to anticipate that is not a healthy thing. And I get so many people Then I have to say, actually, no, this is what's happening and to give them some peace of mind. And that's just an example. But it's about other things. You have to be responsible when you're when people are coming to you b- for your expertise yeah. Whether you're an expert w- w- for your intentions, there is a responsibility mm. and an ethics code that you have to go by. And um, it, it can hurt somebody. Absolutely. It, c- it can hurt somebody. Yeah. And what s- kind of yoga do you practice and teach? I So I wouldn't say it's one style because I one of my teachers is an Iyengar teacher, which I really love that style of yoga because it really is very alignment mindful alignment um and then other teachers uh i have another teacher one of my favorite teachers and anyone listening that takes yoga with me or has done my teacher training they know exactly who i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) i love when there's a wink wink over over because i talk about him (laughs) all the time um and he's a therapeutic teacher Uh And and then uh, my other teachers are kind of flow teachers. So my what I teach is really a mix of of what I've learned from all my teachers. I wouldn't call it one specific style. I can uh, I can relate to that because I don't yeah. have one specific style yeah. of um, yeah. I don't psychic practice work. witchcraft except <laughs> for my own kind. Yeah. Oh. So and it would except for fire. <laughs> <laughs> I only work with fire. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, so if I had a private with someone, it would really depend on their need, you know, what they wanted or, you know, what I would teach. But in my classes, I really teach a mix. Yeah. And, you know, same thing as you were saying. If if somebody had to come to me for a private with something that I felt another teacher could handle better than me. Right. I would definitely, even if it's outside of my studio, I would definitely refer them you know, to someone who I felt was yeah. better suited. Well, that's being a responsible teacher, uh, a mentor, and and I think that's really important. And I often yeah. do that. I said, you know, this is not something I can help you with, but here are people that can help you. That's their yeah. specialty, and we need to. I think we need to do that more. Yeah. Because everybody's yeah. thinking it's competition. I know. Why yeah. not? It's not a competition. We're trying to help yeah. heal people. Like, yeah. why pretend? If you don't have the skill, why pretend? And then you can hurt somebody. Like yeah. the lady hurt me, sitting on my back, <laughs> like on my horse. It was terrible. I had someone sit on me and hurt <gasps> me too. So we can re- now yeah. we have a club. <laughs> Anybody who said I need doing yoga, raise your hand they and then do like it's okay. <laughs> we're here with you. It's so degrading. Like what not to do. It, it yeah. was really degrading. That's kind of that that kind of intense um, adjustments and assists and everything. Uh, people are starting to move away from it now. So I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I don't in like my it. I don't think any one of my teachers does that. I, I certainly don't. I I've think never sat on anyone. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> During my sessions, I always although sat I just on have <laughs> to say, when I'm in child's pose, you have all my permission to sit on the small of my back because I would love that. Just saying. I think it's different if you but have a is, relationship. Yeah. If she yeah. has exactly. said, listen, if Kathy, you know I'm just going to yeah. press on this. Yeah. Gonna, I'd be like, okay, yeah. I'm ready. And then I would be one with her in a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know you and you're and it's my first it. class. I had a great experience. I'm just yeah. my trying first to be brave. My first real class, I had a great experience. Uh, I was at my largest, too. I was very big, and he was so understanding of i don't know he just he, he, he has a very he had a very gentle energy he was able to um he was able to <laughs> we're distracted donovan just came in it's so good <laughs> um he was able to start out gentle and then and then you know i remember when it came time to learn to do crow and mm-hmm. i was like i'm too big to do this and he just was like your size means nothing a size is man. nothing and he mm. just he didn't say it like you know in a pep talk kind of way he was mm. like it would be like saying my hair is black and he'd be like your hair 
color doesn't mean anything. It was like that. It was yeah. that kind of like, that's yeah. we're not even talking about that. And because he made it a non-issue, not like, look what you can do, big Good girl. <laughs> he really five. was like, he was like, <laughs> he was like, of course you can do it. it. Your size has nothing to do with it. And he said it so like offhandedly. And, and it really, that clicked with me. And I was, my best yoga days were when I was younger and healthier and <laughs> bigger, but I was bigger and I mm. was very comfortable in my body at that time. And I could do crow. I can't do crow now. I think it's. But you know what? It's not that it's I don't try. It's never too old. I don't try. I keep trying. Exactly. I keep trying. But I know that but the reason why I don't that do follows crow. you oh, in your spiritual. <laughs> that Susan of the North sends me. Um, no, I, I, I try to do crow and the things, my obstacles have nothing to do with my weight. Right. It might be my ginormous boobs, but other than that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But now I digress. <laughs> we digress. It's one of those poses that comes and goes. I Thank have no idea that. what it even looks it's like. It does. <laughs> but I'm, I, it I, does come and go. Yeah. When I first started yoga, the very first time I tried crow, I could do it. No problem. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, crow. Okay. I can do this. She was like, and then, look at this. Like, <laughs> and then I out. hurt my wrist like a couple of years later. Oh, okay. And I couldn't do anything like that for yeah. maybe two years. Yeah. And then I tried crow again. And it was like, it's back. away. No. Oh, it went away. I thought you said it flew away, and I love that. It flew away. It flew away. (laughs) You know what? Its assignment was done. Yeah. Its assignment was done. Yeah. And now I can get it occasionally for, you know, maybe 20 seconds. Yeah. That's a lot. It's not, but it's not like when I used to be able to sustain it. And I feel like maybe just my whole body shifted or something. Yeah. I don't know. My body shifted all the time (laughs) just even sitting here. I'm shifting. I think that the one of the lessons is that people out there don't realize and we're guilty of it ourselves is that offhand comments we don't often or or slight like the woman just adjusting you. Yeah. Um they don't realize like how effective you know mm-hmm. how you affect people mm-hmm. that's a great that's what we were talking about is yeah. that you know it's a responsibility when somebody's health is in your ha- is in yeah. your hands yeah and you know i don't feel like this particular person affected i think i got in my own way as well because i should i felt listen you have to meet yourself where you're at mm-hmm. where you are so yeah. i wasn't ready or something else stopped me but I think it is a process that you do have to trust. Yeah. And I think that it's never too late to do it. I know I'm going to get there. You know, my husband does yoga. Like he, that when I first met him, he was like, me, me taught himself how to do yoga and he can do it. And I would just eat popcorn watching him. Like, <laughs> great. Keep going. And he was like, why did you come? No, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. But what I can do is I can meditate for two hours and then, you know, levitate you know so (laughs) why don't we you know that's my gym that's my gym spirit room is my gym you know so i think there's a balance and i think that we have to get it all together well speaking of that we're doing a workshop in let's do a high five uh, Susanna, Susanna, Susanna studio uh in january it's maybe the first of others it would be nice and that's january 13th and your studio's in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. It's right near Adams and Poughkeepsie. So Hudson River Studio. Hudson River Yoga. Hudson, Hudson River Yoga. See, yeah. you know what? Let me just <sighs> do this one. Okay. Hudson River Yoga. I'm super excited. We're talking, uh, Donna and I um, were talking about doing workshops for a while. And it just so happened and it clicked with, with you. And I love the connection because really Donna and Suzanne are friends. And so that's how I got to meet you. And I've always wanted to go back and teach Spirituality 101, which is about teaching people energy, just going to the basics of what energy looks like, what the Mm -hmm. chakras look like, and that you can even, and how you can balance your chakras yourself and doing it through stones and meditation and with your input also with those restorative poses, um, the focus is helping people reduce their anxiety through self-regulation. So it's not a substitute if you're on medication for it. This is not yeah. what this is about. It's a, just an addition to how to self-regulate your anxiety through understanding the spirit. And I think the combination of your expertise and my information, I think we can help a lot of people. I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's <laughs> going to be amazing. And I'm pumped because you're pumped. I yeah. really am. Because I think this is something that 
I, you know, I've always wanted to, to help, you know, I do it individually, but I, I haven't done it in a classroom yeah. setting in a while. I did, um, this particular, um, syllabus that I have in my head, I did maybe 10 years ago and it, it was amazing. We did it at, um, Opus 40 and mm-hmm. I had like six or seven people. It was a two day thing. It was a little long, you know, like I yeah. kind of have it in my head, but they're still doing it now. And there are some wow. of my clients that have been with me and now they're my friends. Yeah. And they're just like, why don't you do that? I was like, I don't think I was, I don't think the timing was right for me to do it because I still had some learning to do. Mm-hmm. And now I feel I've come to the point where I, I can't, and with Donna's support and Donna's understanding, you know, it's just, it really makes a difference when you have a mission or you have a goal that you have support in doing it. And then it yeah. just kind of happened with your studio and it just, it's just been amazing. It's just yeah. been amazing. I'm just so excited. I'm really excited. Me too. Yeah. So I already bought stones for everybody. I got pendulums. Wow. We're so they s- might sign up because we have limited number of yes. numbers yes. So that we can. Only so much space. <laughs> Only <laughs> so much space. So. But we always believe that whoever's meant to be there. will be there. We'll, we'll be, be there. there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. yeah. So how do we. Um, so actually we'll have it on the website. Yeah, we'll have it yeah. on social media. Yep. But they can uh, reach you at. Well, they can go to the website, HudsonRiverYoga.com. Okay. Awesome. And it's under the workshop tab. Because you have other workshops. Yeah, and you have other yeah, stuff. Yeah, your other workshops. What else do you got I've, going on? I've well, we haven't. To do um, there was a, there was a, the. Um, tai Chi? No. The, oh, I would love yeah, that. There's yeah. an intro, there's an intro tai to Tai Chi Qigong. I did Tai Chi with Josh, who yeah. I don't, you've listened to Josh, who yeah. does the tri- he was amazing but uh you had a there was a workshop about um releasing stuff through your pelvic like what that was would that be trauma? so good for it you it was like i know and it we had a show i couldn't do it it was a it was a workshop i think in november and it was it had to do with uh working with your lower chakras and releasing stuff is it for was trauma? Was it the pelvic floor one? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, the pelvic okay. floor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we have a great teacher who's a um, occupational therapist, and she did a pelvic floor workshop. Yeah. Which I'm sure she'll do again because a oh, lot nice. of people missed. You know, they wanted to be there, couldn't be there. I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's great. You offer so yeah. many great things. Another great one we have is, uh, and it's got nothing to do with yoga, um, but she's a yoga. Te- but she used to be a yoga teacher. She's a therapist. And it's a dating workshop. <laughs> How, How great is that? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Even though, like, I'm married and I'm not dating, but yeah. I think I have a lot of friends who are dating, and they're having a hard and so time. So, what? It, exactly. What is it? What's so her workshop it's like? How it's called? Um, How to date for keeps or dating for keeps? Uh huh. And she's a therapist, and she's actually oh. going to start a consulting business for people that are trying to navigate the dating world. She's brilliant. <laughs> she is brilliant. <laughs> she, I see money signs all around her. That is brilliant. But she's also That's brilliant, brilliant at this. Like that is she's brilliant. Because she did it herself. She's wow. now married to someone that she met through one of those oh, dating yeah. websites. Wow. So she did it for oh, many years herself and learned the do's and don'ts. <laughs> she's a survivor. <laughs> and Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That is awesome. And that's, you know, we were talking earlier about people who have um, amazing degrees, but are not that smart. And it feels like so many women are not that smart yes. when it comes to dating. Yeah. And Social this is just things. for women, by the way, yeah. too. Okay. So it's just for women um, that just make the same mistakes. It's something that um, it's that's a karmic. That's a karmic. um it's DNA, it's your body, it's your um, records, it's everything. Yeah. Getting stuck in the cycles. And I'm, I don't hate to go, I'm, I'm happy to go back to our workshop that we're doing. Yeah. Is that we, the part of the workshop is unblocking, you know, you know, unblocking yeah. those parts of your body that you get, feel stuck. Yeah. We're going to unblock those. Yeah. And you could do it yourself. And um, that's what happens with a lot of women is that yeah. they think that they can do the same thing over and over and then they expect change and that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's really sad because it's learned behavior. Yeah. It's and then trusting yourself too, I guess. You know, I we're guess talking it's, about yeah. that. But yeah, absolutely. Them learning to trust that little instinct, that little... Little bell. That little... <laughs> when you see that little red flag... Trust yeah. it. Ugh. Trust it. 
trust it we yeah. can talk for a long time yeah that's that. another podcast that's a great podcast we're gonna write it <laughs> down write red flag we call it red flag <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely i think we've talked about red flags i think we i think we are yeah. talk about that I a lot you're say we are red <laughs> i was about to say that we're not red flags we're other people we're other people <laughs> could be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this has been so amazing. Really amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks really for having me on our podcast. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. I can't wait for the next co- uh, for two more weeks. Is it two more weeks? Three. Two more, three more uh, weeks. I don't even. Know. I don't even know. Don't even but know. it's gonna be soon. <laughs> Let's get it's through soon. the holidays. Woo-hoo. Yeah. All right. All right. You. Until next time. High five. High five. All right. Oh, thank thank you. Thank you.